following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on a Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. We did drop our Bud Light huge question of the day that you can answer. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? You can drop those at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Who gets it? Mahomes, Hurts, Kelsey, A.J. Brown. Now remember, Sunday you can join us. At the Tullymore Golf Resort inside the Tap Room in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. It's our super weekend that will finish off with a huge watch party. There'll be Bud Light, McUltra, drink specials, food specials, and more inside the Tap Room at the Tullymore Golf Resort. That will be on Sunday. We did announce our winners. 13 winners. Each will get a room for them and a guest Saturday and Sunday night. will join us for the Super Sunday brunch. Will Kohler. J.J. Vandenberg, Kaylee Becker, Jacob Lazaroff, Noah Miller, Paul Vaughn, Julie Johnson-Cole, Bryce Clark, Paul Reddick, Shelby Scheller, Mike Satarski, Dave Fowler, and Mike Bradshaw. You have been contacted, whether you entered on Facebook or Twitter, by Superfly Hayes. Are you getting more of the email addresses coming in from uh, the winners? And then Matt Golden and his team from the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, will contact you tomorrow with all the check-in details. That's going to be a fun weekend. I look forward to it. And thanks to the over 3,000 people who entered. Over 3,000 entries. Amazing. Let's go talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. Get the latest on Michigan State uh, football and basketball, he'll join us uh, coming up here in a few moments. You got Comperoni at 525. Oh, we got O'Hara. Uh, Mike O'Hara, comp at 525. I thought we were playing Ken Cal. Okay. Put O'Hara back on hold, will you? You came in and said comp. I thought you meant comp at 505. Put him on hold. There we go. Good job, Superfly. How you doing, Mike O'Hara? I got you confused when I uh, looked at the list. And Superfly, well, he just came in the studio and said comp is coming up, and he said comp at 525, and we got you at 505. How you doing, my friend? Well, I'm doing fine. I was looking at all those names of those people who are going to have a, a big party coming up, I guess, and I didn't hear any Mike O'Hara. No, it'd be super weekend there at the Telemark <laughs> Golf Resort. I'm really excited yeah. about this game. I know it has no local flavor, 
And but you got Mahomes, you got Hurts, you got Stars, you got Kelsey. Uh, you have a game that I think will be high scoring. What's your vibe on when the game was first finalized after Championship Sunday and where we're at now? What are you thinking about uh, the Super Bowl? You know, it's hard for me to bet against uh, Patrick Mahomes in any game, really, and especially the way he played, or he just found a way. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You just you get in certain situations. How do you? You know, you've, you've got injuries. You've got you know things going against you. And if you're one of the greats, you find a way, and that's what what Mahomes did with you know the bad ankle when they were down to their last you know twenty seconds or whatever it was. He found a way to get around right end out of bounds. They had the you know the penalty on it. Bingo, field goal. They're back in the Super Bowl. And I think nothing against Jalen Hurts or anything like that, but he has shown that he can do this in any situation, in all situations. That's why I like the Kansas City Chiefs. How crazy would it be to think that a year from now the Lions would be preparing for the Super Bowl in Vegas? Well, let me back up and ask you this: You saw the last game against the uh, against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Lions finished that season eight and two. Do you think anybody would have run over them and then the playoffs if they'd have made the playoffs? No, they're you know I'm glad you brought that Absolutely. up. Absolutely, because I com- I commented on this yesterday. There's two games, well three that I kind of uh, look at the end here in this eight and two run and the only dog game was at Carolina, and I don't know if leaving a day early because of the impending uh, blizzard or the field conditions or just, you know, it's holidays and guys' minds are elsewhere. Uh, But I will tell you, uh, when I look um, at Buffalo on Thanksgiving Day, I look at how they destroyed a Jacksonville team that won a playoff game and what they did did against Rodgers with a playoff spot on the line in Green Bay – you know, the Lions, like some said, are in that top 10 in the NFL when the season ended. Yeah, I looked at, you know, I, I like to look at those power rankings. And, you know, the Lions always start out like in the 31st or 29th or something like that. But they just, especially when they were one and six, I think they were 32nd in one of them. They just chopped their way through the rest of those 10 games and got what they deserved. They really were a top 10 team now. Does a nine and eight record make you a top ten team? No, but the way you were playing when they made the last, you know, the last uh, vote, whatever you want to call it, yeah, they were a top ten team, no doubt about it, and maybe a little bit better than that. So, what do Lions need to do between uh, now and the start of the season? You think that would make them a legitimate Super Bowl contender, or at least a, a deep playoff run? You know, I've, I've thought about that, and I've actually rethought about it. And I, I think I was a lot like a lot of other people when they'd ask you, what do you expect them to do? What should they do in the draft? And I just said, you know, just kind of wrote defense, defense, defense. You know, I kind of disagree with that now. I disagree with myself. Get, you know, they've got, look, they've got two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a third-round pick. Get the best players you can at those positions. You win with good players, and you need them everywhere, not just on defense, not just on offense. Quarterback, that's different. That's set that aside in its own little, own little place. But yeah, don't don't just you know flood your draft this year with with defensive players and and leave better players on the board. I don't think they'll do that. By the way, I think I have faith in Brad Holmes and what he'll do. You know, based on the two years that he's already put in here and what he's done in two years. But get the best players. If it's if it's a running back, take a running back. If it's a tight end, take a tight end. But don't leave. Don't take lesser players just to follow some preconceived plan. And I. You know, first of all, we got to find out what they do in free agency in, in March before we get to the draft in late April. But obviously, they need help defensively, huge. But it's not the only place that they need to 
that you do need to look at if you're going to really put together a good team that has staying power. And I mean, when I say staying power, not just being good for one season, you know, just kind of patch things for a year or two, but, but a team that's going to be good for, for years to come. The way they played, man, at the end, I, I've never been this comfortable, Mike. And I know through your Detroit News, DetroitLions.com, your radio days, uh, back when you were an actor on Kojak, all these things that you've done. <laughs> <laughs> it's had, I've never, and this is, this is frightening territory, between ownership, Lions I'm talking, front office, Holmes and his staff, Campbell and his staff, and he's made some good adjustments, and you're going to lose guys when you're playing well. That's just part of the business player's and coaches, there is no drama outside of finding a quality backup quarterback because you're a play away from not having golf. I've never been this comfortable with everything connected to the Lions ever in my life on and off air, ever. Yeah, yeah and right on right on the top to, to, to ownership, too, is Sheila Amp, some of the things that, that she's done. One was you know putting an office in her own, her own office over there because she wanted to be close to the action. And I still think, you know, and I think we talked about this before, that, that uh, meeting with the media after week five or week six or whatever it was when she you know, renewed her, uh, uh, you know, pronounced her, her faith in, in the team she's got there, the, the meeting, you know, Dan Campbell and, and Brad Holmes. And she said, you know, I'm, I'm, talking to, I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to the fans. Meeting, she was sending out the message that she thought they would have a pretty good team when this was all, all said and done. And it turned out to be right. And I think... I think that's important. You know, I think of, look, a lot of people expect the, the owner just to own the franchise and never say a word. No, they've, they've got their rights. They really do. But you can overdo it. And I think that's, it's, I think she showed a really, really calculating, deft hand in the way she handled that. So, what do you think they're going to do? Uh, let's begin with uh, free agency. Uh, and then that, I think, that will dictate six and 18 and uh, those two second rounders. So, uh, Realistic targets, maybe not necessarily names. If you do know names, that's great. Uh, but position targets for free agency that you think then sets up the rest of the offseason. Well, I think one of the things you've got to look at before you, it's who you bring in, but your own players, the ones you bring back, and there's a couple of guys that I think, I don't know if they're, if they're absolutely you know, gotta-haves, but you know, C.J. Chark, wide receiver, didn't have a big year, but he really made some big plays, and especially down the stretch when he got when he got healthy. And Jamal Williams, the running back, and look, the guy who scored 17 touchdowns had a little over a thousand yards. We haven't had that kind of production from a running back in a long, long time. And I'm not, you know, now look, finances are a limit to what you're going to spend on any player. But if those two guys are, they can bring them back. I think that would be a really good start to the off season for the Detroit Lions. But you know, I think linebacker is is is, is a spot you need to look at. I'd like to see him a little stronger up the middle defensively. You know, to add somebody next to to Ellen McNeil. I think that would that would be a, a good thing to look at. And you know, one more one more player for the offensive line. You know, they, they look that's a terrific offensive line. But I think right guard. Here we were talking about one star on a five man unit. Okay, but but right guard I think is something that you've you've got to take a look at. And they got through it last year with you know with you know, with the injury of Big Vitae who didn't play didn't play it down. But players like Evan Brown and whoever else had to you know, take over there. And he's look he's a center by trade, but you know did you know, really really played pretty well at right guard. But I think I think one more player from the off from the offensive line would give you some more insurance there. And I think right guard would be the position you look at. 
Michael Herod, DetroitLions.com, columnist, insider, when it comes to Lions and NFL joining us. Uh, who's your MVP on Sunday? It's our Bud Light huge question of the day. Oh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, no doubt. Yeah, I'm with that. And then who, who do you think could be a surprise player that isn't on the radar that could be, you know, because we've had a lot of Super Bowls like Larry Brown, remember him with the Cowboys, who, who've yep. ended up having a great afternoon and they became famous. Anybody you see on either team that uh, when the game's over and they are MVP or were close to it and people remember Mike O'Hare on the huge show saying it? I wouldn't be surprised if it's a defensive player on, on, on either team. It's somebody who you know gets a couple of sacks, a big play, something like that. You know, a, a drive stopper, maybe you know, you know, put a goal at the one and, and, and stop a drive, something like that. That uh, every year, I mean, every every Super Bowl, uh, there, there, there's a player who comes up like that. Look, uh, look what happened last year with the Rams late in the game, with you know, with uh, Cincinnati Bengals driving, managed to make a couple of couple of stops on uh, the quarterback uh, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow and 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 really sealed the win and so I just I just think I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a defensive player who makes a big stop or, or a series of big stops Michael Herod checking in on the Meyer guest line Meyer proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions you have a final score and winner I'm taking uh, the Chiefs plus a point and a half Mahomes Kelsey big game Hurts yeah he He's there as MVP, him or Mahomes. I'm not talking Super Bowl. I'm talking the league. Uh, who's your pick? Oh, I'm oh in the league, um, Patrick Mahomes. And then who wins the game on Sunday? You going Chiefs? I'm going Chiefs, absolutely, yeah. All right, absolutely. Michael, uh, good to catch up with you, man. Uh, no drama with the Lions. Just give me a backup quarterback, uh, some veteran who can win games. They can't have another boil there as backup and – that's it. That's the only negative I have on this team right now. The only negative. I can't disagree with you on that. That's it. All right, Michael. Enjoy uh, your Tuesday night, okay? All right. All right. Thanks for having me, Huge. All right, Michael Herod checking in on the Meyer guest line. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. You can answer it. Mike did, too. He said Mahomes MVP, and he picked Kansas City. That's what I said, and we didn't talk. You can join us on 866-838-4843. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge at huge show on Twitter the huge show on Facebook you can also opt in on the huge text chain text the word huge to twenty one thousand that is the word huge uh, to two one zero 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 all right Jim Comperoni will join us in our next segment because Superfly you came in and said comp and I thought you said comp at five oh five and Ken Cal at five twenty five that's what I thought you said. So Comp will join us. We'll get an update on his old Michigan State basketball and the Big Ten and how many teams from the Big Ten he thinks will get into the NCAA tournament. Callers online, I'll get to your comments. You want to jump in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Live broadcast tomorrow, Amway Grand, downtown GR, the Michigan Association of Police Chiefs having their annual convention. Uh, we will honor those who serve and protect. Mike Knubel will join us live, former Olympic and NHL star. Talk wings and the Griffins, Trey Lance uh, from the Grand Rapids Gold and more. Dan Rooney's team from Folds of Honor and how they've now added the children of first responders who will get scholarships and be taken care of through the Folds of Honor Foundation. So that will be a cool show tomorrow. Then on Friday... I'm live at one of the best golf shows in the Midwest, the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. That's Friday 3 until 6. Look for me by the 
Par 3 challenge that does benefit the Folds of Honor uh, Foundation. And look for my friends from the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. They'll have their setup. We just announced our Super Sunday winners. You've been contacted. Get back with Superfly. Get them your email address and... You'll get all the info for a super weekend, courtesy of Matt Golden and his team at the Tullymore Golf Resort. If you want to book your getaway, stay and play package, or golf for 2023, go to TullymoreGolf.com. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for women. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Michigan State's basketball team, of course, has been struggling with five losses in the last seven games. The Spartans, who were preseason picks to finish fourth in the Big Ten, are nowhere near that at the moment. But there's still opportunity because the season still has eight regular season games remaining, four home, four away beginning Tuesday night at 9 o'clock against Maryland. A team that has been playing better of late, but a team that tends to play better at home and certainly not on the road, being blown out by, among other teams, Michigan several weeks ago. Then the Spartans play at Ohio State at 1 o'clock on Sunday. It'll be a big game in Columbus for a team that has struggled all season long. One would think Michigan State would be favored to win both, but can the Spartans do it? Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. We've got them. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Treetops Hole-in-One Challenge. Also, long drive and punting contests. Kids Fun Zone and junior golfers get in free. February 10 through 12, DeVos Place. No on-site box office. Purchase tickets online at westmichigangolfshow.com. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting statewide Friday 3 until 6 from the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. So bring your best swing because I'll be doing a huge drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay in golf for four at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. So can you beat my huge drive? You can take a shot this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium flood, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro ZL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Jack City, live on stage. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. They were at the top of their game, but when loyalty and trust takes a hit. DMV, man, we all we got. So to survive. Your $5 ass down before I make change. Starring your daddy Kane. Stretch from Naughty by Nature. Flex Alexander. The original G-Money. Alan Payne. And Gary Dordain. February 23rd at the Vox Performance Hall. Ticket to Ticketmaster. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. (laughs) 
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Can't wait for Super Sunday. We announced our winners for the Super Weekend at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Matt Golden upped it from 9 to 13 winners who get an overnight stay Saturday, an overnight stay Sunday, a Super Sunday brunch. We'll have some games and uh, putting contests and appetizers. Uh, Mick Ultra and Bud Light drink specials. It's a huge weekend. Now, it's open to the public for the watch party for the Eagles and the Chiefs inside the tap room at the Tullamore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Will Kohler, J.J. Vandenberg, Kaylee Becker, Jacob Lazaroff, Noah Miller, Paul Vaughn, Julie Johnson-Cole, Bryce Clark, Paul Reddig, Shelby Scheller, Mike Satarski, Dave Fowler and Mike Bradshaw. Congratulations. And thanks to the team, Matt Golden, the CEO, and everybody at Tullymore. Book your stay and play package for 2023 right now at TullymoreGolf.com. And those winners, check out what you'll be enjoying. Uh, you can go to TullymoreGolf.com. How you doing on the emails? Have they responded? You, you still have a few left? Only three people I haven't gotten back to that quick, so that's cool. We'll have time. We'll get... The info to Matt Golden, and he'll reach out tomorrow to the 13 winners. Let's go talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU basketball and football insider. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Comp? Bill, great to be with you. Thank you. All right, buddy. Uh, the state of Michigan State basketball right now, a month from now, when we're into the Big Ten tournament, what will we be saying about Izzo and the Spartans? Man, it can still go either way. And I don't remember being, you know, they've had a lot of up and down seasons that have that have uh, ended really, really well over the last 25 years. Everybody knows that. But this year, you know, 24 games and 23 games into the season, I'm still not sure what they are or what they will be until Malik Hall is back and has his skill back. And then when that happens... He's an, he's an important puzzle piece, but getting that puzzle piece inserted into the lineup, into the rotation, is he a three, is he a four? Um, we don't know what this team is still 23 games in. I mean, without him, they're okay. Without him, they're like a 500 Big Ten team, maybe a two-and-done type of Big Ten team. Uh, with him... Ideally, I think they could be a Sweet 16 team, but we've not seen that yet. And frankly, he's a senior who's always been inconsistent. And this year, I thought there was a really good chance he could have a good senior year, really good senior year, like we've seen in the past. We've seen Kenny Goins come out of nowhere, be a pretty good player, and then have a really good senior year. We saw Matt McQuaid be an okay player for three years and then have a really good senior year. We saw A.J. Granger being an okay player for three years and then have a really good senior year. I thought that Malik Hall could do that. I still think that. But he's been injured all year. He's finally feeling better. He's moving better. But you saw that his skills are not back against Rutgers. And, frankly, they, they rode him a little bit too much when they probably should have had Aikens in the game. So figuring out where he fits, it's, it's getting late in the season. They don't have many games left and many losses to lose while they get this figured out. So being first week of February, um, it's a lot more gray area than uh, than I can remember most years with Michigan State. 
because they still could be pretty good, but I have no way which way this thing is going to teeter-totter back and forth. Yeah, it really does feel that way. It, 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 it turns. You know, like a week ago, I thought Michigan was dead in the water. Then they go yeah. win at Northwestern. They look impressive against Ohio State. You start to think, okay, that State-Michigan game on Feb 18, I was leaning towards State heavily a week ago. Now, man, Michigan can go 3-1 and one in their next four, and they're right back in the selection Sunday hunt. Uh, it's just a deep Big Ten. I don't know if it's a great Big Ten. I know Indiana knocked off Purdue, but are they beating up on each other? Is the conference overrated? Because I hear, like couches on yesterday, nine teams getting in, and I've watched a lot of Big Ten basketball since the first of the year, and you know, it's kind of like watching Big Ten football. Are they good, or are they overrated? And I'm having a tough time trying to figure this out. I think they're good. And I don't think they're overrated because I'm not sure many other people think they're good. So I think I, I don't I don't know many people that think the Big Ten is all that great. I don't know what it'll, what it'll mean in March because the last two or three years, the way these schedules have been, where they, they you know teams don't get any breaks. I think two years ago the Big Ten was really good. They got in the tournament. Everybody was dead tired. They got knocked out. It'll be interesting to see if that happens in the Big Twelve this year. But I I think what's going on right now, I think it's really deep. Everybody knows that Purdue is very good. And then teams 2 through 12 are excellent. Well, now I think you're seeing teams 2 through 4 kind of separating themselves, like that upper division. I think Illinois, Indiana, um, I think Iowa is pretty good. You know, Rutgers, uh, you know, they're a little erratic with their shooting. But I think that group has left the rest of them. Michigan's trying to get back in there, and I don't discount the possibility that could happen. Maryland has won, what, five of their last six? Now, four of those were home games. But, you know, they beat Indiana by about 10. And, uh, you know, they went to Purdue and only lost 55, about 58 to 55. Maryland is emerging as the big surprise, in my opinion. And that's who Michigan State has tonight. Maryland is loaded with seniors, you know, first-year coach, and uh, with Willard coming in from Seton Hall. And he takes over a team with a lot of seniors. He adds a senior guard from Conference USA who's averaging about 16 points a game. Young, he's kind of like Tyson Walker. Um, six foot one leading scorer. He's excellent. You know, Dante Scott's a stretch four. He's a senior. He'll back you down, hit you with a jump hook. And he's, you know, streaky as a three point shooter. But they'll do the, they'll press and fall back into a pesky two, two, three zone. They play like that Rick Patino style, Louisville style. And this guy used to be an assistant for Patino for seven years. Maryland is good. And this is going to be hard for Michigan State to win this game, even though they're at home. So, you know, I don't think the Big Ten, they're, they're not weak. I don't know if they're super strong, but top to bottom, the Big Ten is not weak, and it's a tough year for Michigan State to be trying to figure things out this late into the year, but that's what they're faced with, and it's not easy. All right, so what Big Ten team is going to go the deepest uh, in the NCAA tournament? Obviously, it would be Purdue, Indiana would be your choices right now, I think. Is there a sleeper team that come tourney time comp? Uh, could end up being this Big Ten team that stayed alive the longest? I think there's a handful of teams that can be Sweet 16 types. I know they haven't had many Sweet 16s in the last couple of years out of the Big Ten. I just mentioned Maryland. I think I think, I think think they could do some damage in March. Iowa, I was impressed with Iowa. You know, Michigan State played Iowa a week ago. And Michigan State had gotten a day of rest. I thought that'd be a little bit better. They weren't. They were lucky to beat Iowa that day. And Iowa went out and had some has had some uh, impressive games since then. You know, they, they're they they're even back and forth with Illinois. Iowa has surprised me. But, you know, Rutgers, if they shoot well, 
combined with their defense and rebounding and and their athleticism, they're a problem with the with the size they have at the guard positions. Indiana, you know, the way they hit the gas pedal against Michigan State two weeks ago, you know, they're they're a talent wise talent wise. Indiana was a big favorite preseason, and they got off to a really poor start. Well, they've kind of found themselves. Now, if they get Xavier Johnson back, they'll have to reacclimate him. That'll be difficult to, to get that all together. But Trace Jackson Davis, anytime they play, he's the best player on the court, unless they're playing Purdue. Uh, but Indiana, they're a threat to go a long way. Illinois has got the talent to go a long way. They might have three NBA players on that team at Illinois. And Maryland, I think, is, is someone not to sleep on. Hey, Michigan's been in the Sweet 16 two straight years. You look at you know, Dickinson and what Howard's doing now, and, you know, Buffkin's coming along. They ran some good stuff on offense against Ohio State. Um, I, I think, I, you know, it depends on matchups and who's hitting shots because it's a random sport. But anyone who thinks the Big Ten is soft is, is sorely mistaken, and any of those teams can make noise in March. All right, away from Izzo and Michigan State hoops, uh, Mel Tucker, uh, Michigan State football. What's the spring schedule looking like, a uh, spring game, and – What's the most important battle in the spring as a QB? You know, I've not heard uh, if they've announced a date for the spring game. I'm kind of expecting it's going to be August 8th. But, yeah, the quarterback battle is going to go through the spring. Peyton Thorne, he's the incumbent. He needs to be sharp and stay sharp because Noah Kim is pretty good and keeps getting better, and they're high on Kaden Hauser. The, uh, you know, he'll be a redshirt freshman next year. You know, it's a new-look situation there. In the in the backfield, also you know Berger's coming back, but then you've got transfer coming in from UConn and a transfer coming in from South Florida. Jada Mangum, uh, Mangum is a guy who scored 15 touchdowns for South Florida two years ago. I'm not sure it's going to be like all that improved in the running back in the running back room, but it's a new look there. And uh, you know, at wide receiver, they've got to you know, have some people step up with uh, Jaden Reed moving on. They've got some good talent there, but uh, they've, they've got work to do with a tough schedule. Jim Comparotti, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us here on the HUGE Show across Michigan Comp. I always appreciate the conversation. Thanks a lot, Bill. Appreciate it. All right, Comp checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Opt in to the HUGE text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. 
Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Score great deals on everything you need for the big game this week at Meyer. Stock up on essentials with buy five, save $5 on items like Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Wing Saucer Marinade, Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese, and Coca-Cola 24-pack cans. All buy five, save $5, plus deposit where applicable. And pick up a few extra-large avocados for guacamole, just 77 cents. Save on everything for the big game when you shop Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We are all about huge opinions, big name guests. You want to join us live with 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? I'm going with Mahomes. Answer that. Also, Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Let's go talk about the wings and what this gentleman sees in terms of closing out the season. Larkin uh, did well on the big stage. I feel like uh, Ken and Ken Cal, voice of the wings, joins us. I really feel Larkin is on that cusp of being a national name. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree, and uh, he's been the leader of this Red Wing team for several years right now, huge, and he's just getting better and better, <clears throat> not only as a as a player, but also as a leader and also as a human being as well. So, yeah, I see him moving up the ladder to greatness. You know, one thing with the Wings, uh, they're scrapping. Uh, they're hanging around fighting uh, for a playoff spot. You know, we're into February. Uh, before you know it, uh, the season will be over. I, I like the fight in this team, uh, staying healthy, has been a big part of it. But I, I look at Larkin, and he's the type of guy that put the team on your back and get them going. I really feel that way. Well, he is. And uh, Lucas Raymond's been coming on, and so is Michael Rasmussen. And back on the blue line, I think they've been better than a year ago. So, yeah, the team the team needs some help, though, I think, huge, from other teams that are ahead of them in the standings. I, I believe it's going to take 100 points to make the playoffs. And wow. right now that means – Right now, that means the Red Wings need at least 22 or 23 wins in their final 34 games. When you look at it that way, it doesn't look good. But I think that's what it's going to take because of the, how competitive the uh, Atlantic Division is in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, man. I mean, look at Boston already with 83, Toronto with 70, Tampa with 65, Buffalo at 56, Florida at 56, Ottawa at 51, the Wings at 50. And then you got uh, over on the Metropolitan side, Carolina, New Jersey, uh, the Rangers. That, that's some pretty good depth in the Eastern Conference. It really is. Well, it really is. And you're, what you're looking at is the Red Wings have to beat out one of eight other teams to really make the playoffs. Now, you know, again, at the beginning of the year, everybody was looking at, you know, if, it, if the Red Wings made the playoffs, it would be a bonus. But what you really want is – 
the bigger picture huge, and you want this team, especially in the final 34 games, to be in some type of a hunt and, and just make these games meaningful in the, in the final 34. Now, if they make the playoffs, great. If they don't, as long as they're getting better, I think, in the big picture, that's all Steve Eisenman wants, and you build on that, and you keep improving year in and year out. And you look at their last 10, they're 5-4-1, so they're still young. Even, even my conversation to start uh, this segment with you, Ken, that you know Larkin's still a young player in terms of hockey years. Well, he is, and uh, again, he's he's in his prime right now. And uh, of course, you know, he made the playoffs. I believe his first year in the National Hockey League, but after that, it was uh, you know he hasn't enjoyed playoff action, and not many players on this Red Wing team right now have enjoyed it with the Wings. So, you know, it's it's a it's a building process. And again, I still think that it's all about the big picture. And as long as the Red Wings continue to play better and better each and every year, eventually they're going to get in, and they're going to be a stronger team. I, I, I like what Steve Eisenman did in the offseason because it seemed like every free agent that he brought in really paid instant dividends from this team. I mean, you look at Kubalik, he's been dynamic on the power play. David Perron's been really good, especially on the first and second line, wherever line he's been on. Um, you know, Olimata's been really good on the blue line. He was picked up. So really, in all, I think the Red Wings have done a pretty good job, and I really believe that they're playing better hockey this year, and, and that's a good positive note. Ken Kell, voice of the Wings, joining us. Wings uh, and the Oilers coming up tonight in downtown Detroit at Little Caesars uh, Arena. Where is this team better than a year ago, Ken? Uh, I know we had the coaching change with Blashout Lalonde in, but uh, your visual uh, there with Paul Woods traveling with the team, where are they stronger? Where have they stepped back, if they've stepped back at all? Well, I just think overall they're better defensively, and I think that was Coach Lalone coming in, and, and that's one of the areas that he really wanted to improve upon is their overall team defensive play, cutting down the goals against, and making sure that uh, they're two-way players, and not only just uh, trying to be offensive, be powerful offensively, but also stable on the puck in their own zone and making sure that they play better hockey defensively. And I think if you do that, you're going to win more more games. If you look at all the top teams that usually make the playoffs, they're really good checking teams. So obviously you've got guys like, let's say, McDavid and, and Dreisaitl with uh, the Edmonton Oilers. You look at Matthews with Toronto. I mean, these, these are ultimate elite players, but on the other hand, the whole team is are, are really good checking teams, so they're hard to beat. But that's the eventual goal. I, I don't think the Red Wings have stepped back at all. I think they've improved quite a bit from a year ago, especially in that goals against department. Now, what happened last year is we reached this point with 34 games to go, and the Red Wings just bottomed out. And uh, they were giving up a bunch of goals late in the season and really weren't in a lot of those contests. But I expect this team with 34 games to go on the schedule in 66 days, that each and every game will be important, and that's the fight that I think the coaching staff wants from this team the rest of the way. Ken Cal, Voice of the Wings, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, if you had the list, you're, uh, we're two-thirds of the way done with the year uh, awards. MVP, uh, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player, who would that be? Uh, or who would those guys be in order? 
Well, you know, how can you not look at Connor McDavid for the most valuable player award? I no, mean, I'm talking I, with the wings. With the wings. Oh, huh? with the wings. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I think there's two MVPs on the Red Wings right now. I think you'd have to look at the goaltender, Billy Husso. Without him, uh, the Red Wings wouldn't have half the wins that they've had. He's been terrific all season long. Um, you know, finding a second goaltender this year has been a struggle. Uh, Nadelkovich struggled a little bit, and so has Magnus Helberg. But to me, I think the guy that's kept him in most of the games each and every night is Billy Husso. And the other one, as you mentioned, Dylan Larkin. I think that he's been terrific all season long. Again, he's one of your team leaders in points. He's been able to stay healthy for the most part. So I would say those two players are your most valuable players. Ken, enjoy the call tonight with Paul Woods. I know Paul currently is getting his pregame massage that he does before every broadcast with the Wings masseuse. This guy's living the high life. I'm more concerned about his sunburn. He spent a week in Florida, so I think uh, I'm going to have to get him some aloe oil uh, before he goes on the air tonight. All right, well, good luck. We'll be listening to you on the Wings Network, and let's hope the Wings have a strong finish, unlike uh, the last couple of years. Okay, my man? Sounds good, Hughes. Always. Uh, oh, one last question, if I can ask you something. Yes. What do you like in the totals in that Super Bowl? Do you think it's going to be a high scoring or low scoring game? I think high scoring. I do. I, I really. I, if you, if you look back at the Niners game, even when they were down to like the fourth quarterback, McCaffrey was putting on uh, the helmet. I, they could have scored a ton of points. They just couldn't finish. They couldn't. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be wide open with Mahomes. Uh, I don't think they're going to play a low scoring game because that. That fits the Eagles, and you know the play calling of Reed and the weapons, and how do you bet against Mahomes and uh, Kelsey? And I, I think the over-under I saw was at 50-and-a-half. I think that will be over. I see a 35-28. You know, I think uh, Chiefs are getting a point-and-a-half, you know, 38-35. I mean, I look at what the Lions put on the Eagles, right? Yeah, yeah. I just think it's going to be uh, – they're two good teams going at it. I like both teams, Philadelphia and uh, Kansas City, and I'm looking forward to an exciting game. You know, one note about the number of points that the Lions put on the Eagles, I think I said this uh, during the playoff game last weekend on the Huge Show Twitter feed. If I'm not wrong, the Cowboys might have put 40 on the Eagles. The Lions, I think, have the second highest total points against that Eagles defense, and that was in Detroit to start the season. You know, Huge, I wish they would have played the Eagles later in the season because I thought the Red or the Red Wings, the Lions' defense was actually really good at the end of the year. And uh, at the beginning of the year, they had some issues. But I think they could have beaten the Eagles the way the Lions were playing there if they played later in the season. Uh, the way Lions played at the end of the year, I think they're good. I know Flores just became the D coordinator for the Vikings, but Lions are going to be a 11-12 win team this year. Will that be enough to win the NFC North? Rodgers is going to be with... I would say the Jets or the Raiders, that's just a given. And Bears are rebuilding. They have no receivers. And uh, Lions or the Vikings. Lions win the NFC North. They get some home playoff games. Let The East will never play as well as they did this year. Uh, the West, it will be interesting with Jimmy G going. You'll have Purdy. You'll have Lance with the Niners. Who knows about Stafford? If he can stay healthy. Lions are in a position to win the NFC. And a year from now, Ken, you'll be on the call as the Wings. <laughs> We'll be in Vegas on the same day as the Super Bowl. Now, that would be something. That would really be something huge. I know. They're going to get there, Ken. I know you're one of the biggest Lions fans. You're there on my Twitter yep. feed. You you defended Stafford. I was a year late on my prediction that Goff would get more wins in a Lions uniform than Stafford in a Rams uniform. You're too late. Story of my life. It's going to be the name of my autobiography. 
Well, they're heading in the right direction, just like the Red Wings. So uh, eventually the Lions are going to be there, I believe. I like their uh, leadership under Dan Campbell and the coaching staff. And, you know, Goff's proven that he's been able to do it. So hopefully, you know, you can't, it, wins don't carry into the next season, though. You've got to go out there and you've got to work hard. And I hope, I hope the Lions get out there and know what's ahead of them and they can have another good season. Amen, Ken. Have a great call tonight with the Oilers in Detroit. All right, thanks, Hughes. All right, he's all excited. He's ready to break down like the NHL Connor McDavid, the MVP. And Connor McDavid and the Oilers in Detroit tonight. Ken Cal, one of the good guys, him and Paul Woods. I love him. Paul sent me a note on the huge text chain. Huge listening to you on the iHeart app. Yeah, I'm sunburned, a lot of fishing, hanging out in Florida. Love it when you talk to Ken. You are by far the best. Radio voice in sports talk in North America. Wow. Thank you, Paul Woods. It's beautiful. <laughs> Wrapping up our Tuesday broadcast, special thanks to the entire crew at the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoarinEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. Superfly Hayes, you are the best in the business. Tomorrow, we're at the Police Chiefs uh, Convention in downtown GR, and we'll talk about the great men and women who serve and protect. Mike Knubel uh, will join us live. We'll talk wings and griffins. All that tomorrow on the huge radio network. Big. Bad. Huge.